Yo, you tuned in to Gorilla Cross Radio. Broadcasting live from downtown Las Vegas, you're tuned in to Gorilla Cross Radio. What's up? What's up, Vegas? It's Thursday, not Wednesday. Let me get that straight because I always want to say it's a Wednesday because we have a very, very special guest that's always correlated to Wednesday for us. We call it hashtag Winalda Wednesday. Yes. That's what we say. We always open up our show with, hey, it's Winalda Wednesday. Winalda Wednesday. Shout out. So you're listening to Girl Chat Sports with Mo and Mel. And like we said, we have a very special guest on this episode of 144. What can I say? I mean, I, I'm just, I'm Wait, so elated. Again. That was good. Yes. <laughs> that was like my, yeah. I'm so elated because not only has this team just brought me a new, just bringing my family together as far as a new fan base, something, um, another professional sports team in the city, and it's, their matches are exciting, but I think the new acquisition of a coach for this season is really, really what is. has brought the hype up. So, ladies and gentlemen, Cats and kittens, girls without and boys. Without further ado, we got Coach Eric Guadalta <laughs> in the studio with us. Right. Yay! Viva lights! Viva lights! Viva lights! Hey! Viva lights! Hey! So welcome, welcome. Thank you. That was we, a great intro. We have been we have been wanting you for months. Shout out to Harry and shout Harry, out to Harry thank Ruiz. You. Thank you so much for coordinating this because we always get your boys on. We've had Tommy right, on twice. Yeah. We've had, had uh, I, I can Kevin Garcia. That completely. <laughs> <laughs> but, but we always mention you when we when we're here with him, of course. Right. And uh, he always promises that he was going to deliver, but Harry delivered. So shout out to Harry Ruiz. But you know, that, team. you know, Harry that. Tommy will take full credit for this. Of course, <laughs> of course he will. That's just what keepers do. <laughs> strange people. So we're just, like I said, just excited that you're here and uh, and and new to uh, this this team because mm. um, this is like your your season. And and fresh off a plane, right? By the fresh way. off a plane, your yeah. arms are tired. Like you guys just played last night. If you guys didn't catch it, the match was actually televised. National television, national television, ESPN news, huge, was amazing. And we ended with a draw, which I'm excited about because we still earned a point from that. Right. And uh, it showed a side of your guys' defense that, like I said, that just was fully, fully engaged. Yeah, we we've been working on that. I, I, the zero zero itself. You can walk out of there and say, well, that, you know, there's, there's got to be goals. And people that don't like soccer, they want to criticize it. They'll always go that route and say, well, there's not enough scoring or whatnot. But last night was actually a very good game. It was an excellent Your match. boy Tommy came up big on a, yeah. on a couple yes. of occasions. We could have we could have gotten out of there with a win. Uh, but, I look, it was was it your typical 0-0. It went both ways. And to your point, I thought that the boys stepped up great. Defensively, there was a couple of great saves. Uh, a couple of a, a big plays. You know, there's always... There's always a time in a game where you, you, you know, okay, this is it. This is where they're going to get a chance to score. But there was a there was a couple of guys that just laid it all on the line last night. So we, we made sure we got out of there with a zero, which is a big deal to us. We, we not people, we, we've been scored on a bunch of times on the road, and we've mm-hmm. had a couple of times where we've just completely lost our heads, and that's something you see with young players and inexperienced players at times. But we've got eight shutouts, so 
We're proud of that. Yeah, that that is stellar. And, you know, I was going to ask, too, when it gets frustrating when they start throwing out these yellow cards all the time, because let's be real, you guys, as 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 so far for the season, you guys are at 53. Yeah, we're... we're, um... We're right on track to, to break a record here. Yeah. It's, it's but and, and to be fair, I, I think if you if you ever Google the league, if you if you just look up USL mm-hmm. standings and then you go to matches, it'll list all of the games. And what you'll notice immediately is there's a red card in almost oh, every cool. game, and and it's, you can either attribute that to the refereeing or just young, dumb players sometimes, and that's what we've got a lot of, and we've we've seen it. We've seen some, uh, you know, just just silly mistakes, and then and of course you go in hard on a tackle, and sometimes the referee mm-hmm. gets a little bit too edgy, and and I, and I think in, in the game against Fresno, for example, the kid breaks his leg, and, and it isn't a foul, and 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 it's just a bad play, but four or five minutes later, that was not the time to go in two feet on a tackle when you got a nervous referee, yeah, and that you can attribute that to just not having the experience as a player. And you make a silly mistake like that. Now your team's down a man and you end up losing. So wow, it's hard. I mean, look, I, I, I tell everybody this. I got six kids. I thought my life was complicated <laughs> already. I, I feel like I adopted 23 more. And I had, you know, it's, at least I love my kids. I'm having a hard time loving these guys. They're, they're making it hard. Yeah, well, that was one of my questions is yeah. how do you, you know, with your team of children, Versus your team on the field. Right. What are some things that you maybe keep the same as far as how you work with them? You listen. And then things that are maybe different as no, well. The difference is is I, I'll get I'll get more angry at my players. Yeah. You know when they do something dumb. You know, but it, there's there's this element that that I I think you just have to be a good listener because if and, and if, there's so many guys on my team that have a story and their life hasn't particularly worked out let's let's face it they wouldn't be here if everything was going great (laughs) so there's there's a lot of times where you just got to get them in your office or you get them in those moments where you can talk to them and you just have to ask a question and let them go and then there's always that time for you to talk that's where you just got to wait because there's more to their story you just got to wait for him to get it out and i'll never forget this but if i keep asking why yeah. Why will always get me to the reason whatever yeah. the problem yeah. is. I mean, last week, I'm not going to throw the guy into the bus, but I was like, why, why, why? Because my girlfriend, man, she's driving me yeah. crazy. Uh, there it is. All right. right. Let's get her in. Let's talk to her. And let's, uh, let's, let's make sure she's on board with this. Because, like, look, my guys, they're easily distracted. And they're young. And, and I need them to be focused and uh, more disciplined than what they're being right now. And with the distraction piece, how hard is it to coach a team in Las Vegas with guys That's that are still young, that are still trying to... I mean, when I was 23, I was nowhere near trying to like maintain composure and right. be in a public oh, setting. Right. And- we've got... Uh, you know, well, Unfortunately, we've had to let five or six guys go be- for that very reason. They just couldn't handle Vegas. And, you know, I'm... I'm, am I going to tell this story? This actually happened. It, <laughs> tell it, it. It doesn't matter anymore. But we were in preseason, and we uh, we had had a game. Uh, I won't say which one it is because then you guys start figuring it out. But we had a reserve game after the next day. So for the guys that didn't play, a little disgruntled, they wanted, oh, come on, it wasn't in the first team, and now I'm, you know, now I'm in the reserve team. i got to be here at 8 o'clock in the morning, and I don't want to be here. And I was in the middle of my team speech, and I looked up, and I looked at the player, and I said, you do realize you have glitter all over your body, right? <laughs> Where and, were and they? He, I he, just, he just looked at me, and, I, and, and he was so embarrassed. 
the player never uh, never didn't stay with us. It was that wasn't the reason why. It was sure. it was just soccer reasons. But there, to your point, um, yeah, it's it's look. I get them for two hours a day, and I spend the rest of the time worrying about the twenty two hours and what are they doing? How are they? How are they uh, addressing their day? And and are they managing it well? Are they getting enough sleep? Are, are they eating well? And so it's it's all these little things uh, that that can, that mount up to to a problem sometimes that you just got to stay on top of. So that's why I got more gray hair. I, 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 it's it's getting rough. And it's so interesting too because some of these kids, the players, and I shouldn't call them kids, young men. Uh, we're born in 93 when you were actively playing. Right. So how does that resonate as far as a relationship or the re, uh, relating as far as your coaching? Oh, man, it's and- funny. They, they at times, which is really interesting, and, and it is really a generational thing. Is, yeah. is the, the assumption is, oh, soccer is so much better now. And you look at them and you go, really? <laughs> really? Like it, so Tell me about that. <laughs> in 1993, nobody dove. Nobody held their face. Nobody mm-hmm. fell down and acted like they were they, they were dying. And then get, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden they were better when the magic spray or the, the magic water showed up. I, I think that, that, and I say this to them all the time. I said, you guys wouldn't survive in my era. They, they, they'd kick you and the ref would see it and the ref would tell you to get up. But now it's 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 you know there's all this acting component to it. It drives me nuts. So when you when you look at the the way the game is now and how much it has changed, I don't think it's changed so much for the better when you when you start dealing with that kind of stuff. But you, you sound like you know old man get off my lawn kind of guy because you're like, look, the ball was at least you know three or four ounces heavier. Mm-hmm. The shoes were nothing like what you guys are wearing. Yeah, the equipment is is so much better. All of the the medicine and what the, the knowledge of what we have to make ourselves better athletes is so much better. But uh, at the end of the day, the game, the game itself, it's 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 the same game. I would argue that in the '90s it was a lot harder because they they hit you and there was no apology. It was get up and and <laughs> and then the yellow card really stayed in in the pocket for a lot longer back then. It really did. So wow, different game. Do you yeah. feel like some of that is attributed from like other sports that have been pretty well known for floppers and flopping in the acting? I don't or know. Do you think- I think I, I think soccer is is grabbed this yeah. one, I, and I don't know. I don't know when it started. I really can't figure it out. Maybe you see it in the NBA a lot too. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ah, you know, yeah. you didn't even touch Carl them, but it's it's <laughs> trying to get a call and 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 manipulating a ref. I mean, that's yeah. that's really what this comes down to. You're trying to you're trying to fool a referee into uh, into believing that you're hurt or believing that the foul was bad or giving yourself an advantage so to a certain extent i understand it i just don't like it. do you pro- i mean not promote that but i no, mean no never no okay good we actually there was what was that thing? <laughs> there's no Re- acting real men don't dive like that was right. the, there, there was like some silly idea there in there but you know i didn't dive i i mean i i will i'll tell you this story and, and i'll try and make it quick but i did do it once in 1997 and i was in dc and I had to fly home, and my dad never does this. He says, hey, why don't you come by the house? I want to talk to you. And I said, about what? He said, I'll just tell you when you get here. <laughs> now, in that game, I dove. I, I held my face. I pretended like I got hit. And you could actually see me on television poking out of my eye, like, you know. <laughs> and so I came to, and I walked in the house, and I, and I was picking up my car anyway. And I was living in San Jose, and I was going to drive the car all the way back up. It was a five-hour drive. I walked in the door. My mom walked in the kitchen, grabbed her keys and her purse, walked right past me and said, good luck. <laughs> and my dad was sitting there and he said, come here, sit down, sit down, mm-hmm. right here. So 
I sat down on the couch. He turned it on. He had it all queued up. And he says, what are you doing? Because I was faking it. I was pretending like I was hurt. And I looked ridiculous. I said, well, with that in the game, like what you do is you try to you try to you know, convince the ref to mm-hmm. throw the guy out. And this he says, I, he says, I get all that. I get all that. What are you doing? <laughs> Look at yourself. And at the end, he said, I just want to make thing, one thing really clear. That's my name on the back of your shirt. Ooh. You ever do that again, you are not welcome in this home. You understand me? Wow. And then he walked to the kitchen and he was getting some coffee. He was looking at me. He goes, it's better on the fourth time when you look really look stupid, you little. And he was so mad that at the end of the day, I, I, and I never dove again. I never, and he was right. He was right. It was, it was silly. And I, you know, I, I, I took that as a lesson that um, play the game the right way for the right reasons. And I try to, I try to instill that in my players, but sometimes it doesn't always come across the right. Well, the that's right what way. I was wondering too. If, if some of your, um, your style of playing, as well as what you've learned from your former coaches. Um, instilling it in these players, does it resonate with them, or does it feel like what's the sense of urgency as far as well, how in, they're feeling? Insecurity is the is the is what you're fighting. Okay. You're fighting uh, at all times and convincing players that look, I brought you here for a reason because I, I, I see something in you. I know you have potential. I know you can do it. And sometimes getting to where you know f- fulfilling some of that potential is the problem. So, it, you know, I think last night and even in Fresno. That looked like my team, maybe for the first time. Now, we've had some games where we've, we've out of insecurity or, or you, know, uh, you know, unsure of how to play or what to do. In those big moments, you, you see young players not know what to do and not trust themselves. Trust and respect runs a team. And last night, our team looked like a team. Man. We trusted each other. I mean... And, and we fought. And, and there, yeah. was, there, was, there was, I got your back. And, yeah. and that part of it, I can't believe I'm saying this, but it takes 20 games to get there. But the reality was, is that I think we looked around the locker room last night and everybody said, you know what, that's the kind of effort. If you're not afraid to just give it up, just don't hold back. When you hold back, that's when something right. doesn't happen or something bad happens. So would you feel this past match was the breakthrough? Because let's be clear, when you guys were in Tacoma... It was brutal. Yeah, it was. It watch, was brutal. So. You can you imagine what I was going through? I'm sitting <laughs> yeah. here watching this thing. You know, it's like a like a landslide coming at me. Yeah. And if you really break down the Tacoma game, we outshoot them ten to four in the first half. Right. We make a mistake and they score. Right. We get back in the game. We hit. We actually have a breakaway nine seconds into the second half to make it two to one. We miss another chance. And then our goalkeeper runs into Torres and, and they score a goal that they didn't deserve against a run of play. In that moment, when instead of instead of a group coming together, it's all right, come on, let's get back in this. There was, oh, here we go again. It's going to happen. We're going to lose. Uh-huh. And then when that happened and to watch it, when, as a coach, there's nothing you can do. There's no there's no stoppage. There's no there's right. no timeouts. And you, you just watch that mess unfold. It was a really rough week. And the good news was is we only had three days to fix it, and we came back with a victory. But what happened in that game was the turning point. Okay. Because now they know, all right, this is how bad it can get. And they were embarrassed. That was like yeah. the hitting rock, rock bottom. bottom. You have to I, hit the rock bottom to I get, think so. climb back up. Because there was, you know, when we played Tacoma the first time, we beat them 5 nothing. Right, right. And they got a red card in that game. And it was the 72nd minute. And I took out Irvin Parra because he was carrying an injury. And we'd already, you know, used all our subs because we had a, we, I think Torres got hurt in the first half. So 
I took him out and we played 10 versus 10. And the other coach looked at me and went, you know what? Thanks. Because we could have blown them out. We could have gone six, seven, eight, nine, ten, maybe. Who knows? I'm regretting that now. Aren't <laughs> I? <laughs> I wish we would have just pounded him. I should have left him out yeah. there. But when when that game happened and and things got out of control, it was three to one, and we only had eight guys on the field. I looked over at their coach, and he put on a 15 year old kid and a 16 year old kid, and. To, to my guys to, to look to, to look on the score sheet and say we just lost to a bunch wow. of kids that are 16 years old that that yeah, that didn't that, that didn't sit well yeah so I, I think that uh, all in all outside of that that you know uh, you know getting a red card against Fresno I, I think I think Fresno probably would have would have been a game that we possibly could have won uh, without the red card but it, it happened we got to move on they they you know they picked themselves up by their bootstraps, as my mom would say, and and we got we got something out of uh, uh, out of last night, and I, I think that'll continue. I th- I really felt like that was the moment where they said it's okay to try, it's okay mm-hmm. to go all the way in and just give as max effort, regardless of what the outcome is, right. because sometimes when you fail, when you try, and you fail when you're not trying, you say, well, even when I try, I lose. Right. So you, th- I I thought last night was was really a. a a chance for them to just dig deep and say, "All right, that was worth it," and that felt good. So we'll, we'll see where we uh, we take it from here. We haven't announced it, but um, we can call in if you. Yeah, ready. yeah, we were gonna say that. We call in. Oh, so we just dove right, right into it. It's my fault, man. No, I, no, I, I just started cool. talking. No, and I love it. Shut up. Uh-huh. No, I love it. So you guys, give us a call seven zero two six zero eight three two five nine. That is the number. If you have any questions for Coach Ronaldo, yes, uh, we've got him for an hour, you guys. So this is an opportunity. Um, I also wanted to just on a lighter side of this because I have um, a mutual infatuation. <laughs> and I'm just going to talk about it right now okay. before we right. Go keep going Go on. Um, how is, I always ask every guest from the lights right. how their relationship is with Dottie and Dolly. <laughs> I finally got to meet them. Right. And, I, and I really like the llamas. I really like that setup with them. And I did notice on Instagram you had a picture where you were almost like mid, like feeding one of the llamas. How are you as far as your relationship with Dottie and Dolly? And I think Dolly's a little bit um, jealous okay. because of the kiss. <laughs> it was a kiss then. Well, no, I had a carrot in my mouth. Right, I saw that. And then I was just supposed to feed her, and then things got out of control. <laughs> I mean, she Those just went llamas, for it. She, they're so, and, so and out and of I control. Actually, yes. I turned to our owner, Brett Lashbrook, and I said, I, I, I don't, I, I, I think I like that. I, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I didn't mind it at all. It was fantastic. <laughs> but they are terrific. I mean, it really they is. They are. They really It's cool are. to have something like that to be a part of your team. And, and, and that's kind of, you know, people identify us with, with, you know, the fact that we have llamas on the field. So Yeah, I just noticed that that was pretty ingenuitive with, um, yeah. with the Mo lights. Loves the, Mo loves the I llamas. do. And so when I finally got How to meet them, I, I was They're like, great. They They're are. such gentle animals. They too. really are. And I think it was, I want to say it was... Um, Dolly that I connected with the most and like you said Dottie was kind of in her own little she wasn't really trying to yeah. be in her she was they in her both feelings. like me so I don't know she had a good time with, yeah. with them when she met and she got to meet them before me and I was kind of jealous I was like oh my god they are fun though yeah fun. so I mean the other thing that really caught me off and I don't know have you seen them defecate on the field <laughs> oh no 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 so, uh, here's, the, the, here's the thing about this this is because I was really worried about that when I first took the job I said well, well what happens if they crap on the field right. and he, and he said, well, have you ever seen, have you ever seen llama crap? And I, I said, no, I have not. And it's, it's, it's very similar to 
rabbits. So oh, it's oh, like pebbles. Yeah, love, so love it, pebbles. It, it, it's an easy cleanup. It's not a mess. It's you know, and and I was like, you know what? I even like them more now. <laughs> oh, and I was expecting. And in my <laughs> mind, as soon as you said, I did horses. You guys could be a big old mess right now, man. But you just step into it. Like these llamas gotta go. At the beginning of the year, we actually had the the parade. Right, I mean, we we got the the pink um, Cadillac, and mm-hmm. we had the guys, yeah. and the guys were juggling, and and then the llamas were there, yeah. and I was afraid of that, and that was the first time I saw that happen. They just came out, were bouncing down the street. It was, and I and I, I said, who's who's going to clean that up? But it was not a mess. So I I always worried about it, and people should know that when a llama goes number two, it's not a problem. Pebbles. It's just pebbles. Yeah, okay. I was thinking like. You know, flowers. A mess. Or, right? It's yeah. just like a bluff, but it's not. It's, I mean, they're fairly clean and they're soft. It's and really like, clean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're fairly like the clean. It's like the perfect mascot. Yeah, it is. Because any other animal would leave a mess. Right. That would smell. Yeah. I mean, they're not but smelly. They're great. Just, I mean, there's nothing. To, it's just. I love them. I, I just wanted to know how the relationship worked with you. Oh, because no, we, I always ask, we're you good. know. We're good. As long as we can get over that jealous thing. We're, we'll be all right. <laughs> okay. Cool. Cool. No, I think I think, I think think Dolly can get over it. I hope yeah. so. I hope so, I don't so know too. what kind of memory they have. So hmm. it could be a week-to-week thing. Maybe. Who knows? Well, I've got to say, though, with Cashman Field and the energy that it brings, I think this is, like I said, a great turning point for us to start getting recognized with the lights team in Vegas, knowing that we have a semi-pro soccer team. Right. Because from what I I recognize, it hasn't taken away from the Aviators opening their stadium out in downtown Summerlin whatsoever. I mean, your attendance last home game was 8,800. Right. I mean, that's incredible. That's even more than what our WNBA does. We saw this. um, I took a job in Atlanta. And it was a really a, quite an endeavor because I was living in California. And what happened was is I had a, a non-professional, non-league team, and we did really well in the Open Cup. And I felt the responsibility to try and get these guys a job. And so when I got the call from Atlanta, I said, look, I'll be your technical director, and let me bring these guys into Atlanta, and, and we'll see how they do. They ended up winning the league, um, which was amazing. But it was the same feel. It was I would say Vegas is a lot stronger than what I saw in Atlanta. And everybody knows there's 75,000 people showing up to soccer games yeah. in Atlanta now. Mm-hmm. And the, the the passion that you see at Cashman and just the fan base alone, and just the attitude and the, the, the reception that, that we get um, is a lot more powerful in my eyes than what I saw in Atlanta, which is pretty impressive. They only had, they were getting 5,000, 6,000 a game. And they made, the, they made the turn when it went to Major League Soccer all the way to 70-something. So... Who knows where this is going? I, I all I know is that that it, it's not semi-professional and it is top-level soccer. Uh, Vegas will support uh, this team. And speaking of that, you know, we we heard in the news about Carolyn Goodman approving uh, mm-hmm. updated version of Cashman being MLS possibly. Right. What is your take on that? And what do you think as far as that future? You're speaking of it. You see it happening. Um, is this something that you are looking forward to being a part of, or? No, like no absolutely. Look, I, I, when I when I first came here, I remember sitting with Brad Lashbrook, who who get, deserves a lot of credit for building a, a culture that he has, um, and what Cashman has become. Uh, and, and you know, the mayor, you know, she's she's in our uh, our team photo. I mean, it's like we're we'll we're, have we're, to talk about that later. Which too. was actually <laughs> pretty funny. Actually. The one in the plaza, yes, for sure. Oscar was there. Yeah. Flavor Flav was yeah. there. It was great, but. Uh, and Flavor Flavor and I are supposed to make a commercial, right? We're going to figure that out? Okay. Oh, I, I, okay. I look forward to seeing yeah. that one. Yeah, yeah. I, I got it all figured out. Okay. I, I don't want to 
to, you know, blow it and, and right. let the cat out of the bag. But we, we have a pretty good idea. You ring a Flav. clock, right? No, no, no. <laughs> Flav will have his clock okay. and, and it, it'll have a theme and it, it'll all make sense when uh, when, it, when it does. But look, I, I think I think the way the direction that the that this is going is is you have to embrace all of it. Because it, there, there's so many people that are saying, well, there's another group that's involved and there's another group right. involved. What will end up happening is the realities of this is the best group's going to win. But the best part of it for me and for everybody else is the fact that so many people are interested in making soccer bigger and better in, in Las Vegas. When I took the job, that was the plan. The plan was to get, because I knew how much potential this city has. And it's always been the taboo of the, the uh, you know, sports gambling and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. That's all been put to the side because now we have the Raiders are here. Golden Knights are amazing. Uh, Aviators are doing it. The Aces are, are actually a, a great team. And, and we're a part of that. So why not be the, on the you know, the, fr- the first part of that frontier? Right. We're, we're soccer and soccer is only going to get bigger and better here. Awesome. Very awesome. I think we'd have a call, right? We do? Oh, okay. Caller, caller. Hey, What's welcome going to Go on, ladies? It's, it's Jose. It's Jose V. Hey, Jose V. Jose v from Sudden Death. What's up, Jose? What's up, ladies? Great show so far. No matter what, Coach is awesome. I'm glad <laughs> that he finally came on with you guys. I'm glad that you guys are doing the show. It's been amazing. Only one question I have that I want to ask coaches, out of all the jobs that you've had so far, whether it's been coaching or on radio or whatever it's been, are you enjoying this job more than any of the other jobs? That's all I want to ask. Enjoy the rest of the show. I'll continue to watch and listen. Thank you for taking my call, ladies. Thanks, Jose. Thanks, Jose. Thanks. That's a, that's a great question. Look, I, you know, when when you do all the other stuff that, I, that I've done, I mean, I, 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 and it's an honor. It really is to, to be the lead analyst for ESPN or Fox. And to cover those events, mm-hmm. and to be you know to to be in that 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 light. I mean, a lot of people can you can make what you want. It seems like such a glamorous job, but it really isn't. It, it actually is a lot of work. Um, but talking about the game and and being in that situation, it's there's nothing like being involved in the game. I mean, I it and what do I enjoy? And anybody that knows me will tell you this is even though we go through some struggles and the team will will have its bad times. I think moments like last night where you get to see one of your players do something great. Yeah. They just do something out of their skin and they're out of it's it, it just it's that those are the moments that you live for. So your answer is yes. I love this job more than than anything that I've ever done basically because it's 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 not about me. That and a lot of people will think that that you know, oh you're the coach of this team so much responsibility this this is their opportunity, and you get to be the guy that says, "Hey, hey, hey! No, nope, no, nope, two steps to the right there. No, nope, don't do it. No." Nope. And you get to see them get joy out of the game. My time is done. I get it. My, I'm I played the game. I played at a high level. Had an unbelievable career. Good times, bad times, but I get more joy out of of, of watching my guys learn something, get better, score a goal. That's that's that's. That's just that's just my character. That's just who I am. I mean, it's it's just like anything else. When you have kids, you want your kids to to have a better life than than you. Right. I want every single one of my guys to have a better career, or at least believe that they can make something really big happen in their life, and then just just celebrate the hell out of those moments, and 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 help them understand that we celebrate the good things. We don't just. It's not a time to get complacent, or to to you know let your foot off the pedal but it, there, there there is a time to play there's a time to work but there's always a time to celebrate 
And the reason why we work so damn hard is so we can celebrate. We had one of those moments last night. So your answer is yes. I love this. And I love it for those reasons. I love it. I love to watch the guys uh, get some joy out of this. I love that. Very I love good. That. I love it. So let's take it a different level real quick. Okay. Different level. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> for most of our fans out there, for the Lights fans out there that are watching, obviously we all know there's been some troubles on the road. And so yes. we... We don't want to really play in the past, but we have to ask. Like, what is it about the road yeah. games, right. Coach? Like, what's going on? Yeah. All right, so I'll take the hit for this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so when when we started the season, I, I I watched every team. I watched it, and I what would happen is I would really be disappointed with the opposition. So I would I would break them down, and I would try to give my guys the best information. But in a couple of those games. A couple of them, it's me. It's my arrogance that lost the game. And because what ends up happening is, is when you go down one, you go down two. I don't care if I lose four nothing, but I'm going for two, one, two, two. Okay. Okay. So we have to the risk reward of the game is when you're chasing, is you could be you could be that guy that says, All right, we're losing two nothing. This wasn't our night. Shut it down. Let's get out of here two nothing and then let's just call it a day. No. It's not me. Okay. It's not Push me. It. So when I lose, I lose big. And it's and and that is what happened on we were talking about it in the car. <laughs> we lost we lost a four nothing game where we had a red card and Tommy screwed up. Yeah. It really wasn't that bad, but man, you read that in the paper and you're saying, yeah. Oh my terrible. You look at the four to one against Tacoma with three red cards. Come on, people, give me a break. Give me we, three. we we got out of there four to one. It should have been eight. So when bad things happen, you really learn about the character of your group. Um the one that really disappoints me the most, and, and we will make up for it, is Reno. Because mm. when we when we went to Reno, we had a very good game going. And we had a couple of guys just, the energy wasn't there, a little bit insecure. And when it started, it, it was almost like being a boxer and being a couple of seconds into the round. And the other guys, you know, just, just gets you in the chin. That guy can do one of two things. He can smell blood. Or he can just take his foot off. You know, in a rivalry like Reno, we got smacked in the mouth and we were stumbling and they went for blood. And Damn. and I have to respect them for that. Right. And Ian Russell is their coach. And I know uh, Mendiola used to play here and he had a good game and it was personal. <laughs> um, but it, those are the kind of games where, where it just got out of control. Now, I, again, I'll take the hit for that. I mean... What happened in, in RGV is an absolute disaster. We, it was five to two. They took three shots and five of them went in. Doesn't make sense, right? right. When you own goal and a penalty kick, and it just was a bizarre game, bizarre set of circumstances. So, you know, I, as these young guys are learning, yeah, and they're not, they weren't ready to, to really fulfill my expectations. And I'll take the hit for it in the sense that I went for it when I shouldn't have, and I also took some things for granted. I thought there were some guys that knew what I was expecting from them and then not until I reviewed the tape that I realized he doesn't know. Mm. It's he doesn't it's almost like never knowing what a stop sign is <laughs> right. and then not stopping. Gotcha. And then go, "Hi, I can't believe I just got hit." Well, okay, see that red thing? When you see one of those, stop. Right. <laughs> we just did Taking it. Taking it back you to know. basics real right, quick. Right. Right. So, and, and look, and that's that's part of what you get when you hire guys that have never been pros before. There's a, they're, they're just a piece of clay at times, and you're trying to mold them into something better. Um, and we've made our fair share of mistakes. But that those all ultimately, those are all on me. So when we lose big, 
and the fans are upset. Get upset with me. Don't get upset on my, with my guys because that that that's 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 always going to be uh, on my shoulders. So one thing that I noticed this is this is just my own personal belief into the road losses mm. is that me and Mo aren't there. Yeah. We seem to be a good luck charm. We're anytime kind of we a go good luck to, charm. Yeah. Anytime we come to the home games, right. we, 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 we won. Except the time we split, there was one that we didn't, and Tommy was real upset, and he went into well, the wait, Look, I, my guys in the beginning of the season didn't know how to behave on the road. <laughs> oh, you know, is that I, what it is? It, they, it's not like they're going out and getting drunk. That's right. not That's not it. They just don't know how to manage. They couldn't get in a routine. Right. And, you know, so it, you you... Why are you tired? I, said, I don't know. I couldn't sleep. I I, I just was, you know, <laughs> it's like get, you know, getting guys that have never done this before, you know, and and it, we, we would get in games and you would say, all right, why is, you know, and why is this happening? We had to, we had to let some guys go. Mm-hmm. We made some changes with our training staff, um, mainly because there was a lack of understanding of, of what, it, what exactly is necessary to, to, to get yourself ready to prepare. Uh, but I think we've overcome a lot of that stuff. Okay, I, I, I think, I think, Taking Tacoma out of it, which is really, in my opinion, a one-off, because we've done it twice. We had the, we had RGV and Tacoma, and those yeah, are nine goals and four red cards. So I mean, look, that, that we're going to have those bad nights, but uh, there's enough time in this season uh, for us to, to to figure it out, and make the playoffs, and I think we will. The other thing that I noticed too, sorry, but Sacramento actually had a fairly like loud audience, which yeah. a lot of other away right. home, like when you guys go do your away games, the audience, the, the fans don't seem to be as loud as, especially ours. I think ours are probably the loudest fans yeah. out there. But Sacramento had a large kind of like you could hear them through the TV. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know if that kind of made the players feel maybe like they were back home a little bit just because of the noise. I think some of the games we've watched, like I watched the Tacoma game and you couldn't you could hear a pin drop. Nobody there. Yeah. It was almost like a practice game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I do think I do think that's it is telling because yeah. if you have guys that have an adverse reaction to that that's bad if they can't handle the, the crowd or they can't handle the noise that that's an issue but i do think i think when we play at home there is a different energy mm-hmm. we can't we can't sit here and say well we should play the same on the road as we do on on at home it, that's just not yeah. possible we, the guys are so fired up to play at home uh that it's it's just a different animal but i do think i do think sack had had a, had a good showing uh i think new mexico will be fun el paso was was another uh, pretty good trip. Uh, Phoenix was was um, they enjoyed that. <laughs> it was that was just a mess game as well. But I do think uh, I do I don't think anybody comes close to us though. Yeah. I really don't. I think it's just a different energy and the confetti and and when we Man. when we get going all the powdered smoke. Yeah, right. And if you ever if you think about it too, on most occasions the 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 like if you're in Phoenix and I know these things now I wouldn't have known them prior to the season. But if you're in Phoenix or you're in Sacramento, for example, you're on the same side as the fans, so they're right on Got top of you. you. Now, oh. if you're in if you're in El Paso or you're in Reno, you're not. Mm. There's no it's it's nobody around right. you, and yeah. and in Las Vegas, there's nobody around. It makes you. a difference. Right. So it's it's a it's a different feel. Some of these stadiums have a very different feel. I, you're surrounded in Sac, and yeah. that's that's a good thing. You're surrounded in Phoenix, mm. uh, and I I think. You know, I'm, I'm not to make any predictions, but I really hope we get another shot to go to Phoenix this year. That means we got to stay in the playoffs and we got to get a win. 
but I'd love to go back there and play. That would that would be fun. It's definitely gonna happen. I believe it, Coach. I, I have a couple. Believe questions. that's what we gotta do. We gotta start believing. I think we gotta call her. Again. We do have another caller. Okay, call her, call her, call her, holla, holla, holla. Real chat sports. <laughs> yeah, what's up, I'm on now? What's up? Who are we speaking this with is, today? Yeah, this is Lama Dude. Lama hey, Lama Dude. What's, what's up, up? My man? <laughs> are, you going, are you boxing again? Are we boxing again? Is that Shout it? Shout out to Lama Dude. They were such great hey, hey, let everybody know that I really didn't hit you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you showed me the picture last night. It was very cool. You <laughs> was laid out. Oh, <laughs> Got knocked out. Yeah, what was your question for Coach? All right, so my question is, how confident are you that uh, we will make playoffs as opposed to how confident you were on the preseason? So I, I think that's a great question. I, I, I still think we're going to make the playoffs, and I believe we're going to make the playoffs. Mm -hmm. I, I, you look at our schedule, it, it, it's a little daunting, but... Um, all of those, those, you know, we've, we've, we've given away, in my opinion, about nine points this year. If you take those nine points, you add them to, uh, to, to what we have right now, we're in a very good spot. And I, I think if you look at teams, well, games like right out of the, right out of the gates, we had to play against Austin should have beat them. Uh, Brian Delafuente was out, uh, and we were dealing with that. We, we really couldn't recover. Uh, so that's the, the, those are two points lost should have beaten LA on both occasions. Uh, and then the OKC one is really the punch in the face because we, we dominated the game. Um, Para hits the post. Rojas misses a, a tap in. Uh, Edwin wasn't ready and, and ball hit him in the ankle. Should have been one nothing to us. Should have been 2 nothing to us. Mm. We lose yeah. that game one nothing in the 91st minute, and now we're looking at We're chasing OKC, which is half the team that we are, and it just it really hurts. It really hurts. So... Those are all things that just add to the story, in my opinion. I think I think if, if we look at our next couple of a set of games, we're all, we're playing especially against teams that we have to beat that are losing games right now. So Portland is in trouble. We got to take them out. Tulsa is, is 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 not in a good spot, and neither is uh, Colorado uh, Springs. Those are games we have to win. There's no doubt about it. We have to win those games, and I I believe that we'll accumulate enough points. Uh, to, to make it and maybe even six or seven. I'm not entirely sure, but I, I do okay. think we'll take that. Well, I think we will. If you look at how tight it is yeah. last night, if we win, we go to seventh, I think. So That's it's right. It That's is a awesome. little bit ridiculous. I, I, I think the fact that we have our last three games on the road makes it a little pro problematic. The fact that we didn't get enough out of uh, the OKC and LA situation that, that, that could have been better, but, um, Look, we got enough home games to to, to add those the, the, those points to our tally and a couple of games on the road that we should win. So it's going to get better. Just keep the faith. Yes. Thank, Thank you, you so much, Ramadou, for calling. Oh, oh I, got, I got one more question. Okay. All right. Two-parter. Yeah. I, I was wondering, what are the possibilities? What are the possibilities that Lamadou could be on the commercial? <laughs> With Flavor Flav? I think you should be in the commercial. Yeah. I, think, I don't think it would be... Okay, I'll make that happen. You, you, you will be standing right next to Flav when, when we do this commercial, okay? All right, that'll be awesome. Perfect. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> right you got Shout out to Llama Dude, Electric Company, Los Forza, all of them. The flavor is uh, the best, though. Man, I, I ran into him. Where the heck was we were at? <laughs> I was at dinner, and and he's he's so funny, man. And he and he says, "Man, you're the coach of the Golden Lights." <laughs> And I said, I, 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 yeah, something like that. Yeah. Oh, he's great. He's great. We, we ran into him on All-Star uh, WBA All-Star. All he yeah. spoke with us he's a little hilarious. bit. Yeah, he is. So I have another question from an electric company person that I met okay. last night. Mike, he asked, how do you stop the fouls? And is there a way to coach 
can manage to get uh that or uh, what did he say here? Oh, is there a way to coach or manage of uh, a way of getting into yellow card trouble? Like how to avoid that a little bit? And does that yellow card thing slow the momentum down once it's issued out for you guys? It's a it's a good it's a fair question. Um, last night Torres got a yellow card for nothing. Yeah, I, I saw it, that it, and I was it, like, it, wait a minute, where's that? The play from? was done and he also gets all ball and it any it, 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 it's deemed a yellow card. Preston's yellow card. Okay, I can, I can see that. Uh, Para gets a yellow card, which means they're both suspended for the next game. Right now, in this league, uh, you know, I, I was talking to their captain, um, uh, Keenan of Sacramento. After the game, and he says, "Man, I got suspended for two games. I didn't even do anything." So, a lot of this is just being a little smarter and and recognizing those moments when you can go in and when you can't, and you you actually just you have to be safer because our guys tackle hard, we play hard, and we get punished for it. And yeah, we, and we've and we've been punished on numerous occasions where I just I'm like, really? That's not even a yellow card. So. Part of that, I'll take that as well because I want my guys to go in hard. As we get closer to the end of the season, though, it keep just keeping the ball in front of us and making sure that we hold our positions is is, is what's working. So, going in hard, you can't help with something like uh, Jonathan Levine, like that tackle, not smart. A guy breaks his leg. Four minutes later, you're trying to go into a tackle that could have resulted in a broken right. leg. You're going to get a reaction out of a ref. So, yeah, just being smarter, it's it's situational awareness that, that, that they really got to get better at. So does that take them out of their mental when they're suspended? And how does that... No, it's, it, when playing with a yellow card is hard. Yeah. Because now you're walking on eggshells. Right. And now you really can't play the game hard because you you don't trust the referee or you don't trust the situation. So that's what I worry about. So you'll see me sub guys out who are playing on a yellow because one, I don't want to get thrown out. Right. And two, they're not playing hard anyway because they can't. So I, you know, we have to rely on our... Uh, our bench at times, but you know, again, last night, really good example of that. Preston came in the game, changed it. Pablito Cruz was going in hard on tackles. Nice. I think he weighs 132 pounds, soaking wet. So <laughs> I was proud of that. But you know, Edwin was great. Preston was great. Paro was 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 terrific. He didn't have the best of games, but uh, his buddy Jose Villarreal is getting fitter, and that's yeah. that's uh, yeah. that's encouraging as well. So look, I I worry about the yellow cards, but I I, I don't want to tell them to back off. I just need him to be smarter at times. That's all. Hmm. Okay. That's good. It's like, I mean, look, if, if this were hockey, man, my team right. would yeah. be a lot of people in the penalty box. Right. If I would have been a hockey player, I would have been one ugly SOB, right? I, I would have no teeth left. That's great. That's great. Let's talk about it, too, because you. Uh, I watched a YouTube uh, segment on you. You know, I had to do a little research prior to on Winalda. Right. Um, where you were saying your fo- favorite moment was in playing, and that was when you were in Pasadena, and how during you had the to, World Cup. during yeah. the World Cup, and you taking your socks and shoes off, and your coach was kind of on you, and you're like, "Chill." I uh, know. Like, I'll never forget. So his, <laughs> so his name was Bora Milutinovic. Okay. He, he hardly spoke English. <laughs> Half of the, t- I don't know if that's a swear word, so I better not say it. But he would say it all the time, and it would. I, I don't even. Yeah. I, I shouldn't repeat it. Okay. Because I, I don't want to offend anybody, but right. but he would say something, but I would always respond, "Who bought a boat? What are you talking about?" <laughs> but he 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 was a guy that was always trying to teach you life lessons, and and there was always these moments. But he was just a buzzkill at times, though. So what happened was, is we beat Colombia. We're in Pasadena. I'm playing in a World Cup game that we. It's our first World Cup win in I don't know 50 years. 
40 miles from my home. Yeah. I've got everybody right. that I know in the stadium yeah. and my, my parents, my family, everything. And it was 100 and something degrees on the field. Like, I came out as a sub. I took my socks and shoes off and I was running around. It was no better feeling than running around a perfect, pristine Pasadena Rose Bowl Stadium with all, oh, all, all those American yeah. flags and I'm yeah. barefoot and I'm like, is this the greatest? And my coach walks up to me and he goes, no shoes. So, so unprofessional. <laughs> Complete California boy. Right, right, right. I, I, said, I said, screw you, man. Let me have it. Let me have a moment here, man. Right. Come on. So that's that. But it really was. Um, it was so amazing because that was a great team. We 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 were, we were very. It was an eclectic group, but we really we we were a great team because we we stuck up for each other. So that was that was fun. We weren't the best, most talented group, but what we never gave up. And how was that relationship with the players within each of the players? Are they like a fan, uh, like brothers? Are they are they non-competitive against each other? Or are they just more no, no, the solidarity is there? It's 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 an understood component of a team like this that we are all competing to get better. Okay. So the way that that I structure my teams uh, is is to incentivize them to play. So they get paid more if they play. Oh. They get paid less if they don't play. Which makes so, sense. which is okay. which is a hard thing when you get right. to a Thursday or a Friday and you mm-hmm. start looking at the lineup, going, "Okay, I'm not in there," and you have a guy mm. almost trying to take out somebody. <laughs> now, and and you say to yourself, "Well, that's unprofessional." No, it's not. It's actually it's going to make you quicker. It's going to make you better. And I want that guy angry. I want him wanting to play. I want him to prove his point. And he gotcha. didn't do enough this week to make it. So you, 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 this is not a time to pout and say, oh, I didn't make the team. Coach doesn't like me. Mm-hmm. And when that happens, and you guys know if you do that, it doesn't work with me. Uh, I, I, <laughs> he looked in that take camera and was like, right just take down. a note. I had a couple, <laughs> Let's I, be clear. Yeah, I, you pout with me, and, it's, and, and that's just not a good idea. That's, you know, I didn't. Oh, whoa, whoa. Come on, man. Yeah. We'll, we'll the, do that. And the top players, if you're a top player and there's nobody biting at your heels, you're right. not going to get any better yourself. You're going to kind of. You'll get complacent if everybody looks around and says, well, I made this lineup. I'm not who's I'm, you're not going to take me out. You right. you have to have competition in every single position for okay. the team to be better. So okay. that's that's how that works. Oh, I'm interesting. I didn't even know. A question about the owner, because yeah. how important is it for you to have a good relationship with Brett? And and because it seems like you we, guys get along so well, it seems like he. Oh makes... no, we fight. We we know it's, it's great. <laughs> we, we, and and that's and it's all healthy, you know. Yeah. And I think I you know we're gonna we have our meeting tomorrow morning, which is uh, <laughs> eight a.m. Can't You're wait. Like, so, <laughs> no, it's 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 not like that, but it's it's like you know we, we have an agenda and we 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 have so many things to think about and there's there's a lot that that. Augie and I, my assistant coach, that, that we are handling on a, on, a, on a day-to-day basis that people would be like, whoa, that's a lot. But it, it's it's who we are. But the relationship that I have with Brett and the understanding of what this culture is and how we need to build this is is, is what bonds us together. So we're, we're always on board. We're always on the same page. I think maybe last year, to a certain extent, it might have been not even the same page, two different Completely books. Different. But, right, you know, yeah. but I, I think understanding what his needs are and sure. what he wants and what his vision is, is, is more important than anything else. Because that way, I, I have a perfect understanding of what his expectations of me are. Mm-hmm. And, and we have fun, though. And, and open it, communication. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's you know, there's been a couple of times where we, you know, looked across <laughs> the table. And it's, you know, but, but that's still communication, but, right? <laughs> but, but, but we'll come to, we'll come to a decision. And, yeah. and I, I think, I think that's so important and that's so healthy. I mean, I, I, I think what he has done and the way that he has, has done it, um, and of course, he's going to rub some people the wrong way, as am I. But I, I think, at the end of the day, 
understanding each other. And 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 he was very upfront with some of this stuff. I mean, there's a llama on the field. You got a problem with that? Right. <laughs> no. Really? Great. You know, so that was a great starting point. But there, there, there are a lot of things that I think a lot of coaches would say, no, I don't want to do that. This is where I got to pull back. And there really just hasn't been a whole lot of no out of me. I, I, I've, I've embraced this. Sure. I enjoy it. And I, I think I think it's important to, to pass that message to my players to, to say, hey, look, you've got the greatest job in the world. I know the paycheck doesn't always add up, but they're paying you to be a professional athlete mm -hmm. to, to stay healthy. Yeah. <laughs> Guess what? It's pretty cool. So right. let, let's, you know, take advantage of this. So, and, and I think that that message comes streaming through when, when, whenever, you know, Brett and I have to, to, to deal with something, I think, or sometimes there needs to be a reminder of, hey, come on, this is not a bad deal. This is a good place to be. And then that's, that's always, uh, that's always the important part of the message. But I, I love Brett. He's, he's, uh, I love his laugh, by the way. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't make. I mean, it's funny when he gets laughing. I, oh, we gotta, oh, I we gotta get him. I'm all right if I get two or three cackles out of him a week. I mean, that's that's important. So, how's the dynamic between you and Coach Augie as far as your coaching philosophies and the setup? How how has that been working for you? Because we were there that match that you got suspended. Right. And I mean, it was a great match, and he took over, and right. it seemed like it was right in sync. It was yeah. still flow. I mean, the guys were still like, there's no without a hitch. It was kind of like you were in the shadows, but we saw you upstairs. You know, no, I, 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 no, there were specific rules. I had to stay out of that. No yeah. communication, all that yeah. stuff. I, I totally and completely trust Augie. Augie's, Augie's one of those guys that just lives, breathes, loves soccer every single second. That's awesome. He also loves to eat, by the way. <laughs> that, that, that's his second really uh, great talent. He's actually like the, the, uh, the movie Seabiscuit. <laughs> oh my god! That, that horse, that horse, yeah, 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 right. Little horse, really fast. Don't make him mad, and you know, likes to eat. Yeah, and sleep. So that's uh, that's Augie. Sorry, Augie, but that's there's some realities here. But I like no. to eat too, Augie. It's I okay. do too. Food is my friend. <laughs> I think we all I, love but, food. But the other part about what people don't understand about Augie is you know kinesiology. There's the, the, that that aspect of understanding what we need to prepare. Um, and his message and the way that he trains uh, the team. You look around the league, right, and you see guys pulling hamstrings all the time. Pull the cap, pull the hamstring, mm -hmm. this, that, and the other. You don't see that with us. Yeah. You, you don't see that at all because it, it, we do a really good job of, of staying on it. And I attribute 80 to 90% of that to Augie. Is Augie will be the guy in the middle of practice and he'll say, you know, keep an eye on so-and-so, keep an eye on so-and-so. It, and I'll and I'll take a peek and I'll and I'll, it'll be hey that's it get out of here no no I can go, liar wow get out and so we we always you know stay on the same you know wavelength there and and we don't have incredible resources we do have an amazing doctor our doctor is is Rhonda is probably the best uh, and she's terrific and Seth our our gang of people that that we really we we do a really good job of. Of making sure that we understand health-wise, diet, training, rest, all of that. That uh, it's it, and, and I give Augie full credit for that because he is absolutely amazing. Now, as far as the soccer side goes, <laughs> yeah. we we will have our arguments, sure. and, and uh, you know, and the the, the fun one last night was uh, I think we should do this. I said, that's why I'm the head coach, and you sit right there. <laughs> And he okay, you know, and, and you know, ten minutes later, I did what he said. So yeah. I mean, it, it's it's just it's just one of those uh, you know relationships that 
it's so good to have a, a, a pair of eyes that you trust and a mind, a soccer mind that you trust mm -hmm. sitting next to you because, you know, I can't see everything. And and when I miss something, he, he's he's just, he, he's right there. And I said, you missed that. And, I, and I'll say, okay, what I missed. And there's a, there's a part of that too as a head coach. You could be a big ego and say, I didn't miss anything. And I, no, I, you got to be open. Yeah. You, 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 mm -hmm. Information is paramount here. So having him next to me um, uh, is it helps a lot. Tommy Tate is our goalkeeper coach. He doesn't yeah. got a, get a lot of credit either, but uh, he's the local guy that, that, that came to us late, but he's he's made uh, Thomas Olsen a lot better. And then you guys just better. got a new acquisition, uh, Hobbs. Yes. Too. yes. Nice. So Adam Hobbs um, will, again, again, you know, Angel Alvarez has been here a long time, and I'm not saying he was too comfortable. He's a local kid, this, that, but I needed more competition in that position. Yeah. So when, when Hobbs showed up, you know, you saw you saw Thomas Olsen stand up a little taller. <laughs> I'm sure he did. Oh, yeah. he, he said, "Well, I'm not going to take today off." I, I, you know. <laughs> so there's there's a, a big part of that. And and look, I, I you know I said earlier, goalkeepers are different people. They they yeah. they they have to be. Mm -hmm. You know, and and I think um, in that position, Hobbsy is 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 a guy I knew. He's a guy I trust. He's a guy I love, um, and his his effect on the team just this week alone, uh, being on the trip was was all positive. So you know, it's it's good to have a guy like that in your locker room. Oh, awesome, man! I'm we're telling gonna, you, we're gonna veer off a little bit. Yeah, he's a yeah. good golfer yeah. too. Hobbsy, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. man, lefty, Are you a golfer lefty, yourself? Oh yeah, oh yeah. That's why, I just yeah. that's why you decided to take Vegas on, huh? Yeah. No, I swear to God, I played four times since I've been here. Four. Where that's do you it. play? Where do you play? So I used to live at Canyon Gate. So I finally got oh, okay. to go back up there and play. Um, I played a couple of tournaments, um, which were just local courses. But nothing, nothing special. I mean, well, I come in the off season. I'm sure you'll be. I will. We'll see about Is that, that. A good golf sound? Off, off season. My <laughs> wife looks at me and says, it's "Hi, time. yeah, right. How you doing? Nice yeah. to see you again. Uh -huh. Those are your children yeah, yeah, right I'm there. Saying, yeah. It's probably gonna be kid duty. Yeah. Well, you gotta get started early. Yes. Maybe we can bring him to the course and get him little clubs. And my, my son, my, my 10 year old, uh, is very good. He likes to play. Okay. Uh, but I got a four and a three year old. So right. I mean, look, I'm. You know, that's why I look like this. I don't get any damn sleep. <laughs> well, that's what I wanted to lead into was yeah. family because I know you had a recent tweet with your son that had gone to the Surf Cup finals, right? right? Mm, and you were unable nice. to be there. Right. So how... the game of his life, and it was get the day of his life. The semifinals, you know how these tournaments work. Yeah. So he played in the morning. Yeah, he had two goals in the morning, and he was going in the final. And it was it was okay. So the, let's get into it. So the the, the <laughs> team that he was playing against, uh -huh. he had played against before, and he said, "Dad, these guys." They foul me a lot. They pull my shirt and they, you know, and so I spent a good, I don't know, 20, 30 minutes preparing him for that like two weeks ago. Sure. And I said, well, what do I do when they pull my shirt? And he said, well, it's really simple. You do not ever swing your arm. You do never, ever, ever give, but you can move it up. You can just move that elbow up and right in the chin and then that, that guy will back up. Mm -hmm. So my wife calls me after the game and she said, all right, so... This is the team that fouls him a lot. And for some reason, after the first couple minutes, <laughs> they weren't fouling him anymore. Uh -huh. And it was Coaching great. Coaching by Winalda. Coaching by Winalda. Right there. Like, ooh, <laughs> so, no, but he did. He scored three, uh, three goals. They lost the game. It was his last game with his best friend, Ren. And that was the hard part because mm. his dad called me and he said, all right, we got tears. We got tears. Oh. And I said, no, don't tell me that. Yeah. You know? But I did take oh. that picture of those yeah. two. Oh, that's 
so cute. And and the way it works out here in Vegas is he's looking into joining a team. Okay. Uh, we're going to register with a team, and he's going to play. He's in 08 and 09, so he, he can play 09s, but he can play up. Uh, and those tournaments for that 09 team um, are always fun because you can have a guest player. So the plan is we're going back to Huntington Beach. We're going to play in that tournament. Nice. We're going to play in a couple. So we'll his best friend will guess. Oh, that'll be good. get a little reunion. reunion. So. I'm about to say reunited. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Is that tough being away on times like? I mean, of course yeah. it's tough. But I guess how do you how do you help get yourself? How do you stay focused? Number one with the game as well, but also trying to be supportive for the kids. And it's you just manage it. You you you. You know, there's there's so many there's so many times. I mean, if I told you the true story, I mean, it's like if, if the things that you, you'd really like to know that your coach is totally and completely yeah. focused mm-hmm. on the game. But, you know, there's like two hours before the game. And I'm like, no, no, the soap's in the back. <laughs> yeah. So no, 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 it's not in that drawer. It, you got to go. Yeah, it's in the back. I'm oh, sorry. It always slides back. OK, you got it. Great. Got to go. <laughs> so there's always, you know, just being a dad or just being a part of a family. But when the kids, the um, Tatum, um, she's 14 now. She's getting a lot of, you know, recognition and then there's sort of interest from colleges and she's oh, trying good. to figure out where she's going to go. Uh, she's got my attitude, which is really something that you have to learn to deal with. Because, like, it's the, the first question I'll always have for her is, how'd the game go? And everybody says the same thing. Did you score or did you not score, right? How'd the game go? And she said, well, there was a couple of moments in there. I said, what'd you do? <laughs> There was a couple. What did you do? Uh, So you didn't pull anybody's hair or anything stupid. She goes, no, but she deserved it. I'm just saying. Oh, wow. She did it first. I I guarantee Tatum did it first. Tatum doesn't need to react. She's she's already on it. She's pouncing. As a dad, you, 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 you know. Thank God for technology, to be honest, with FaceTiming and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. But I, I you know, it, it, there are there are things that you miss that that, you know, you, you take a moment and you say, I really wanted to be there, but yeah. it couldn't. So yeah. there'll it, be more. There'll be more at those times. Yeah. Yeah. You hope so. You hope so. But it's <laughs> this one was really hard because yeah. he had such a great day. And he got in the car, and nobody said it out loud. Like, I wish you were here, uh-huh. but you could just see Aww. it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> I really had a good game, Dad. And I was like, you're awesome, you know. I hung up the phone. I was like, oh, no. But and I'm stuck in California. Right. There's nothing I can do. Northern California. Yeah. But he's, look, and, and then again, there's, yeah, I got six. So, I mean, there's yeah, there's always, sure. there's always little things as well. I mean, the, the little ones are fantastic. And they, like, just for example, before I came here, um, my job was to give them back. Right. I walked out of the room for about, I don't know, a minute. They ha- they weren't in the bath yet. So I did. that's the only reason why I walked out, right? So I came back in to get them ready to put them in the bath. And I looked at my three-year-old who was completely covered in baby oil. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I looked at her first. I, I told you not to get in the water. Did you get in the water? And she goes, mm-hmm. no. And I go, did you put baby oil all over yourself? <laughs> And I look at Blake, you know, the four-year-olds go like this. (laughs) So it's just like, you know, parenthood, you never know what you're going to get. And it was just hilarious. It was just a cleanup, but, you know, it's fun. So before we let you go, I know we're getting close to our hour now. We want to make sure you get back home to daddy duty. We wanted to, since we do have you back in the studio a little bit, we had, I hadn't known that you had your own show, your own right. seri- your own yeah, serious XM, XM show, yeah. WTF. Yeah. When all the talks football, that's yes. what that stood for. Yeah. <laughs> I loved it. Look, I had a, 
I had my studio in my house. Yeah. Um, we we it was a, it was a great it was a great time. It really was. It was a lot of fun. The craziest thing I did though, and I told some of the guys this the other day, is we had a caller. His name was Cody. Great guy. He was a six foot seven guy. Played football for Clemson, I think. And but he was just a new soccer fan. He calls in every week. I mean, I, <laughs> and he's got like this raspy, like "What's up, dude?" Like he was a surfer guy. Yeah. So he called me, and, he, and, he, and his job was to deliver medical supplies or whatever. And he would see, so he'd drive all the time, and that's why it worked out great. He'd listen to the show because he was in the car working. So people called me crazy, but he was on the 101, and he called in. And I said, Cody, what's up, man? And he said, I'm on the 101, man. And I'm, like, driving right past you for your crib. <laughs> and I said, where exactly are you? He goes, oh, I just passed the 23. And I said, <laughs> Like, just now. He goes, like, the thing's going over my head. <laughs> I go, all right, take the next right. And then take a left. And I talked him through it, and we didn't say any street uh-huh. names. Mm-hmm. And he pulled up to my house. <laughs> He's still on the phone. It was a live radio. And I said, the door's open. Just go straight about 20 yards. Go into the fridge and get two 805s. <laughs> Bring them down. And they go upstairs, and I'm in the back corner. And he goes, I'm coming, bro. <laughs> So on live radio, that's fantastic. My listener Cody joined the program that's and fantastic. delivered a beer, and that's and, and people thought you're out of your mind. But that was just that was. Do you still talk to Cody? I need to know. I do. I do. Wow. And he's Love great. It. He's still doing the same old stuff, and he's. Oh my god! It's but that show was phenomenal because of the interaction, because of the you know the opportunity to to, and it's serious. So you you you'd get you you'd never know what the gauge, what the numbers were. Sure. But when we went away. And I got people calling me going, come on, bring yeah. it back. And I was like, wow, I didn't realize that many people. Yeah, yeah you were never listening. know. You that. never know. So, I mean, because you're quite a joy and you're very entertaining. Like, I want to keep going with you because you're so funny. We'll do it again. We'll we do it again. We have to. We have to. So, what is the goal for this season? And have we met it yet? No, we haven't come close. But I, I, I think it took us a while to really find our identity, okay. to find out what kind of team we are, to, to really become the group that's willing to fight for each other. Yeah, because look, at the beginning, we had a lot of finger pointing going on. And we had a lot of, you know, well, I didn't do it, he did it, you know, and you can't have that. We're past all that. The team is fighting for each other. So make the playoffs first and foremost. Okay. And then nobody knows what can happen. But I'm not saying this out of any other, I don't know how else to say it, but this is, those are my kind of moments as a coach. Usually, I, you know, my teams have success in those times when you're not, everybody doubts you. Everybody thinks you can't win. We've had big losses, so people maybe are getting complacent with us. And then that's where you, you, you hit them, and, and they're not ready for it. So who knows? I mean, we could probably take this all the way to the final if we figure it out. we got to get to the playoffs first because once you're in, uh, anything can happen. Well, Coach, we're with, we, we are we're believers, and we we're here believing. for it. We're waiting got a for match it. coming up pretty soon. Yep, so we our, our next home game is the 24th, 24th. and we're there. That's Portland, so we got to take them out. And it's the last $10 game for everybody that's watching or listening. It's the last time you can get your $10 summer tickets. Mm-hmm. You can also get your $5 Winaldos. Waldo's. Winaldos. Yes. yes. <laughs> Those are, yeah, I don't even know how that started, but I I, I liked it. You know, it was tequila and, and, is, and it, is it mandarin or orange? Any it's, flavor, of I know, but, but it was mandarin and grapefruit. I think it was the mix that I, I you know, that's the I, real one. All that's, that's the real one. The yeah, world. so that's a little bit of little bit of grapefruit, a little bit of uh, right here, little <laughs> orange, and, it, and it's, it's just it's a it's a it's it's like this it's like this color, and and it's, and it's phenomenal. 
All right. All right. Coach, thank you so much. Thank you so much. I know. We've been waiting for this. Our, I feel like our whole moment. Like, <laughs> this whole we'll time. We'll do it again. I just got to go clean up yes. a baby oil mess. Okay. <laughs> I'll be back. Thank you so thank much. Thank you so much. And guys, thank you so much for tuning in. And make sure to come and check out the Hard Knocks second episode. Of yes. Classic Jewel. Classic Jewel this Tuesday. Six o'clock, guys. We will see ya. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for checking out another episode of Girl Chat Sports. And remember, we don't have balls, but we know how to cover them.